turn those dials, calibrate those sensors, and don't forget, you've got to hit 88 miles an hour. Welcome to Breaking the Space-Time Continuum. I'm Claire Beck, your resident sci-fi and time travel nerd. This is a podcast about time travel and how it's represented in books, movies, TV shows, games, and more. Every week we'll talk about the plots, the tropes, the intrigue, and what has made us obsessed with the idea of traveling through time over the past hundreds of years. I'm glad you're here. Let's go. Hello, and welcome to Breaking the Space-Time Continuum. This is episode three of our podcast, where we delve deep into all sorts of different forms of media that depict time travel as a central aspect of their plots. Um, And today we have something interesting. Um, Our first two episodes have been about movies, but today I want to flip the medium and talk about video games instead. Video games are a very very fascinating medium of entertainment because they let you become a participant in the plot instead of just maybe a spectator. Uh, The way that films and books let you be a spectator in events. Video games let you step right into the shoes of a character and experience the plot firsthand. And in this case, we're going to experience time travel firsthand by stepping foot into the 2019 action-adventure video game Outer Wilds. Outer Wilds is an indie game, a term in the industry that means it was only developed by a small group of people. But that small group of people worked together to create a piece of art that has sold millions of copies since its release and has received a ton of awards and critical acclaim. For me personally, Outer Wilds is one of my absolute favorite games of all time and it has touched my life in so many ways. Outer Wilds is a very narrative-driven game, and a lot of its enjoyment comes from not knowing the twists and turns, you know, not knowing what comes next. So because of that, I really want to avoid spoiling the game as much as possible. If any of this seems interesting to you, I highly recommend you checking it out. It's available on all major video game consoles, including Nintendo Switch, and it's on PC as well. The basic premise of the game is that you are an alien. You live on a planet of other aliens, and you live on an alien equivalent of Earth. You know, it's a very Earth-like planet, lots of trees, lots of grass, lots of water. You live in a fictional solar system with many different planets, and the alien you play as is very passionate about your planet's space program, and so you get to pilot a spaceship for the first time, and you get to fly out into space. What makes this game really impressive is that the developers put a lot of effort into making the act of controlling the spaceship really quite realistic. There are a lot of variables you have to take into account. You know, the gravity of the planet you're leaving, the gravity of the planet you're arriving on, you know, your thrusters, your fuel, you have to aim your ship correctly, you know, you can't bump into any asteroids on the way there. Like. It's, it's all very immersive. It really makes you feel like an astronaut because you have to keep all these things in your head while you're driving around through space. It's, an, it's a very immersive game. Um, so you're this alien going out into the, into the wild, but something terrible happens. The sun at the center of your solar system suddenly goes supernova. Now, in real life, stars go supernova at the end of their life cycle. Um, because stars don't live forever, so 
when they reach the end of their life, they start collapsing in on themselves and then they blow up in this like huge explosion and we call it a supernova. So suddenly in this alien solar system, their sun blows up and creates a huge explosion and, and everyone perishes. But, but here's the twist. This is why it's a time travel game. The character that you play as suddenly wakes back up in their home as if nothing had ever happened. Does this sound a little familiar? If you listen to my last episode where we talked about the movie Source Code, this has a very similar plot to that movie. So in that movie, our star Jake Gyllenhaal um, had his life reset each and every time he died. And he got eight minutes each loop to try and solve a mystery. In that case, Jake Gyllenhaal got eight minutes each and every time loop to try and figure out who put a bomb on a train. In Outer Wilds, your loop is 22 minutes long. So you get 22 minutes from the time you wake up to the, to the time the sun explodes. And you're, the mystery that you're trying to solve is trying to find out why your sun is exploding. So you get 22 minutes of in, in real time, 22 minutes of real time to fly around the solar system looking for clues as to why the sun is exploding. People like to call this game an archaeologist simulator, and I agree with that because a big component in this game is that on the different planets that you're exploring, there are remnants of an ancient civilization that went extinct like thousands of years prior. And you're like deciphering their language and finding, you know, ruined buildings of theirs and finding artifacts of theirs. And, you know, the main hook to the plot is that without spoiling too much, you, you start to get a sense that this ancient civilization might be the reason why the sun is blowing up. Like they might have done something. And so it's your job. You get 22 minutes each loop to look for clues. And so maybe in the first 22 minutes of the loop, you go to this planet. Maybe in the next 22 minutes of the loop, you go to this planet or this planet or the other planet. Each cycle, you learn something new, which then fuels the next cycle because you get clues to tell you to go to one place and then you learn about this other place and then you go to the other place. So you get to be a part of the story. In, in Source Code, the movie from our second episode, you just watched Jake Gyllenhaal figure it out, right? But in Outer Wilds, you have to figure it out. You're the player. You're the one playing the game. So you have to put on your detective hat and go look for clues. You get 22 minutes each time. And of course, space is a really dangerous place. There's so many ways to die in space. And so you will go through a lot of trial and error. Like, I remember one time I played Outer Wilds, um... I forgot to put on my spacesuit before I left my spaceship <laughs> and I died. Um, the game is that detailed. I mean, um, one time I accidentally flew my ship too fast and I couldn't land properly and I crashed into the surface of a planet and I died. Uh, one time I flew too close to the sun and the sun's gravitational field started to pull me in. Like I miscalculated my trajectory. So space is super dangerous in this game as it should be. It's a very accurate space simulator. The developers created like real gravitational orbits where the planets all circle around each other in real time. So there's a trial and error aspect to this. Just as 
you know, your player in game is new to space travel. You, the player outside the game, is also new to space travel. And so over the course of the game, you start to feel like a real professional astronaut. You start to avoid the things that killed you in earlier runs. You know, you start being an expert at flying your spaceship. You can fly it through all the nooks and crannies and through all the asteroid belts to get to your destination. And it makes you feel really cool. And there's a real sense of, you know, a, there's a real rewarding sense of playing through the game, getting further and further each loop, learning more, getting better at it. It's a really rewarding feeling. Not only is the game an accurate space simulator, but it also has a lot of real world science and it uses that real world science to try and explain how it's time travel works. And so with that, we kind of get into a little bit of a, oh. I know what that sound is. It's time for our techno babble segment. So this game is all written text. There's no voice acting in this game at all, so I won't be able to play clips of you from the game. What I can do is read off a list of all the techno babbly words that this game uses throughout the course of its plot. There's a lot of quantum mechanics. There's a lot of quantum things in this game. They like to put the word quantum before a lot of different nouns, like quantum moon, quantum tower. There's causality paradoxes, cause, cause and effect paradoxes. There's black holes, there's white holes. There's teleportation by going through a black hole and exiting through a white hole. There's time dilation where something can enter a black hole and then exit the white hole before it entered the black hole. There's teleportation, there's warp cores, there's black hole forges where they create their own black holes. Does any of that techno babble affect a player's enjoyment of the game? Like, what if they can't really wrap their heads around how the time travel works? Will they still be able to enjoy it? Well, a couple months ago, I interviewed the creator of Outer Wilds. His name is Alex Beecham. When he was just in college, Outer Wilds first started out as his master's thesis at the University of Southern California. So here's a clip of him talking about the time travel in Outer Wilds and how it affects player enjoyment. And because I've seen so many people ask questions about like, technically, how does this exactly work? And like, there's an explanation, but I don't think you need to know it. The answer is we didn't worry about that at all. Because like, it, ha it works the way it works. That's like what made sense. And we just tried to like, make sure that the, the explanation was there in a way that was understandable to at least some people. Broadly speaking, like for the rules and stuff, though, for the things that really matter. Oh, my God. No, we, 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 um, like the first, the first pass at some of the text was there's a lot more of it. Um, there were a lot more extraneous parts to it. We just gradually like had to focus hone more and more like, okay, we're just going to say this multiple times and like really trying to hit the player over the head with like the important bit, the fact that like we're giving you actionable information here without it feeling um, patronizing, I guess. It may not seem it at first, and I, I'm struggling to stay away from spoiler territory, but Outer Wilds has a lot of underlying themes in its narrative. Themes like accepting death, accepting the inevitability of death, you know, making the most out of the time that you have, which is kind of core to the element of a time loop. You as a player start to learn how to use your time, you know, more effectively, more efficiently. You know, there's also the fact that time is looping. You start to take a lot more risks because you know that you have all the time in the world. You start to be bolder. You start to go towards more adventurous locations. All of that ties into the game's central themes, which is basically make good use of the time that you have on this earth. You're not stuck in a time loop, but don't let that stop you from being a little bold and adventurous from time to time. 
Well, that was a lot of stuff, so let's review. Outer Wilds is a 2019 action-adventure space exploration video game with an emphasis on time travel. The player takes control of an alien astronaut trying to figure out why their sun in their solar system is going supernova. They're stuck in a time loop and they get 22 minutes each loop to try and stop the sun from exploding. It's a wonderfully brilliant game full of puzzles, exploration, and atmosphere and without spoiling too much, may very well have a profound impact on you. Thanks for joining us this week on Breaking the Space-Time Continuum. I'm Claire Beck, and I hope you enjoyed the show. Make sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and leave us a review. And you can follow the show on social media. I'd love to see your comments, and please feel free to leave suggestions for other media you'd like to hear on the show. See you next week on Breaking the Space-Time Continuum.